The key to simple marketing is to assume your customer knows nothing. And bizarrely enough, the recent revamp of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire provided a perfect example of this. Welcome to episode 172 of the Marketing and Finance Podcast. This is the podcast for ideas and inspiration on marketing your business and growing your business and for discussing topics on all things finance. I'm Roger Edwards, a marketing guy and keynote speaker from Edinburgh. Talk to me if you want to cut the BS and complexity from your marketing strategy. Hey folks, and welcome to the Marketing and Finance Podcast. Thanks, as always, for downloading or streaming the show. I really do appreciate you taking the time to plugging me and my guests into your earphones. This week, however, it's just me and the mic talking about simple marketing communications. I'm going to talk about how your own knowledge can stop you keeping things simple, the three rules for simple marketing communications, why assuming your customer knows nothing is key, and where on earth is Mallorca. So let's get straight into it right here on the Marketing and Finance Podcast. We live in a complex world, complex products, complex processes, and complex marketing communications. If you're a regular listener of this podcast, if you know me personally, you'll know that I've almost had a career-long obsession with simplicity in marketing. I've worked in big corporate and fought against complexity. I've worked in small startups and championed simplicity. And now I work as a marketing consultant, helping companies cut the BS and complexity from their marketing strategy. And recently, I was watching the revamped 20th anniversary shows of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? That quiz show that was so popular when it first debuted two decades ago, Chris Tarrant as the host. And of course, the revamped version, they brought Jeremy Clarkson, ex-Top Gear and now Grand Tourer, in as the new host. And it was quite a successful revamp of the show. And from all accounts, it's been just as popular as it was when it first debuted. And watching that show and watching one of the contestants struggle with a question, which I thought was dead easy, really brought it home to me again how important it is to keep things simple in your marketing communications. It's quite easy to bamboozle our customers with jargon, bamboozle them with complex language, bureaucratic talk, legalese and industry jargon. And quite honestly, that sort of language, that sort of complexity puts your customers off doing business with you. It puts them off getting to know you, getting to like you enough, and getting to trust you enough to do business with you. Keeping things simple is so important. And I'm going to use that example from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire to reinforce the point, but a little bit of background first. We're going to be mainly talking about marketing communications in this podcast, and that could be your content, it could be your website copy, it could be printed material, it could be promotional material, it could be what you do on social media. So it's definitely a communications focus today. But as always... In a world where I think that too many marketers think that marketing is just about communication, I will reinforce what I always say. 
to my customers when they want to start talking about marketing communications. And that is, make sure you've got your strategy in place before you start looking at the communications aspect. And remember, there are three simple questions that you need to answer before you can dive into the preparation of your marketing communications. And of course, those three questions are, number one, who is your customer? Understand your customer intimately. Know who they are, where they live, what their likes are, what their aspirations are, what their dislikes are, how they speak, how they interact with people, what social media channels they use. Build up a picture of your absolutely ideal client so you can understand perfectly their needs and aspirations. Secondly, what is their problem or what is their need? Once you understand their problem or their need, you can build a product or a service or a solution to that problem, and that is your offer. And the third question is, how is your solution better than anybody else's, better than your competitors? What are its advantages and disadvantages, pluses and minuses? All of those things you need to know. And finally, it's not really a question, but it's it's the fourth part of the strategy. What is your goal? Is it to raise revenue? Is it to make a profit? Is it to get a certain number of customers? Is it to build your email list? Is it just to get eyeballs on screens? But have a goal. Answer those three questions and have a goal. That's your strategy. Once your strategy is in place, then you can dive into the communications. This is where we need to keep the focus on simplicity. Now, the promotional material put together or the content you put together usually comes from thinking about all the questions that your customers might ask about the product or service or solution that you've come up with by answering those three strategic questions. And of course, that could be content, promotional activity, social media, etc. And I usually like to do that by thinking of all the questions that my customers might ask about my product or my solution and those advantages and disadvantages and pluses and minuses over the competition, etc. And each of the answers to each of those questions could be a piece of content. It could be a podcast like this. It could be an ebook. It could be a video. It could be an article. It could be a blog. The answers to the questions that your customers have about your product will form the backbone of your marketing communications. But here's where it's very important to keep it simple because us marketers suffer from something which is called the curse of knowledge. Now, the curse of knowledge in a a way is a bit of industry jargon in itself. But the problem that we have as marketers is that we live and breathe our products, our services and our solutions 24 hours a day. We understand the technicalities. We understand the jargon. We understand the language that surrounds our product and service. And naturally, because we live it 24 hours a day, we often assume mistakenly that our customers understand it as well. And if we go piling in using that language and using that complexity that we're immune to in our communications to our customers, it's a very easy way to alienate them. It doesn't engage them. And if they're not engaged, they're less likely to want to do business with you. So we've got to be aware of the curse of knowledge. Best example I can give is 
I recently took my car to be serviced and I arrived at reception. I handed over the keys. I signed the paperwork and they asked me for my telephone number so that they could phone me up if anything needed fixing. So, of course, as always, I decided to go and have a long walk because it usually takes them a couple of hours to do the service. And I headed into Leith to get myself a coffee. After about an hour, my mobile phone rang and I answered it and it was the engineer from the garage and he started talking in car techno babble. The sort of car techno babble that who wants to be a millionaire's Jeremy Clarkson would obviously understand, but I didn't. All I heard was blah, 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 carburetor, blah, 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 suspension, blah, 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 petrol. And I just had to say to the guy, look, look, just slow down. I really haven't a clue what you're talking about. I don't speak car. I don't speak petrol head. And then he turned it round and he just said it in very simple language. Basically, this is broken. If it doesn't get fixed, you might crash. And I understood that and gave him the go ahead to fix what needed to be fixed. If you assume your clients know what you're talking about, very often you could alienate them. We don't want to do that in our marketing communications. So I have three key rules to follow when putting together content or putting together copy or putting together promotions. The first one, and this is the one we're going to discuss at length today, the first one is assume the client knows nothing. So here's where the example from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire comes in. I was watching the show and I can't remember exactly what question number it was. It was quite high up. The lady was probably on about £16,000 or, or £8,000 or something like that. And she'd used a couple of lifelines already. And the question that Jeremy Clarkson asked her was, the Balearic Islands are a province of which country? And the four options, the four optional answers were France, Italy, Spain and Greece. Now, I'm sitting there thinking, well, that's bloody obvious, isn't it? It's Spain. We all know Mallorca, Menorca, Ibiza, Formentera are the Balearic Islands. Surely every single person in the United Kingdom and beyond has been to either Mallorca, Menorca or Ibiza. Think of all those people who go to Ibiza clubbing. Think of all those people who go to Magaluf on stag nights and hen nights. Everybody knows that those islands are the Balearic Islands and therefore the Balearic Islands are part of Spain. But this lady looked confused. She didn't know the answer. And Jeremy Clarkson prods her a bit. Do you want to use this lifeline? Do you want to use that lifeline? So she decided to go for 50-50. So he did his usual trick. Computer, take away two wrong answers and leave us with the correct answer and the one remaining wrong answer. And it left her with Italy and Spain. By now, of course, I'm on the edge of my seat and they're saying, it's Spain, it's Spain. How can you not know that it's Spain? And the lady's there and she's stroking her chin and she's she's giving out her arguments and, and she's saying to Jeremy Clarkson that she's convinced that it is, in fact, Italy. And, of course, he's very good in his role as the host. He doesn't give anything away. He keeps a deadpan face. And, in, and I'm sitting there as this lady talks herself into answering Italy as her final answer. And my wife's there as well saying, no, no, it's Spain. How can you not know that it's Spain, the Balearic Islands, Mallorca? You must have been to Mallorca. It's in Spain. But the lady said, Italy, final answer. And Jeremy Clarkson had to say, you've just lost £17,000 or whatever it was. 
There was a collective sigh from the audience. This lady had been faced with a question that I would have thought the vast majority of people in the United Kingdom would have known the answer to. But she quite clearly didn't. And it cost her financially in that game show. Now, I was just thinking about it from a marketing point of view. If you were a travel company, if you were a travel agent and you were putting together content for your website, you'd think about all the questions that your customers might ask you. And you probably wouldn't for a minute think that anybody wouldn't know where Majorca, Menorca, Ibiza and Formentera are. You probably wouldn't include something within your website that says... Menorca is a Balearic island and the Balearic islands are part of Spain. You'd probably succumb to the curse of knowledge of your own industry and assume that everybody knows where those islands are. And you'll assume that everybody knows which country those islands form a part of. But as that show proved, there are people out there who don't know the answer. That's why the starting point has to be assume your customer knows nothing. Because once you assume that they have a certain level of knowledge, there'll always be people out there that you alienate, that you exclude. Now, obviously, the Balearic Islands example is extremely simple. What if it was a real technicality like when I had my car serviced? Assuming a certain level of knowledge can confuse your customer. Assume the client knows nothing. Okay, you might upset some people because they may think that it's just too simple that you're teaching granny to suck eggs. But personally, I think it's worth assuming your client knows nothing and assuming that maybe a few people might get upset by the basic level of information that you're providing. But the vast majority will love you for keeping it simple and therefore keeping it engaging. So rule number one, thanks Jeremy Clarkson, thanks who wants to be a millionaire. Rule number one, assume the client knows nothing. The second rule is speak your customer's language. Again, you don't want to be using the language of your industry. You want to be using language the customer is comfortable with. So imagine you're sat in a pub with your customer. Now, if you're sat in a pub with your customer talking about your product or your service, you're not going to use passive language. You're not going to use technical language. You're not going to use legalese and complicated long sentences and paragraphs. You'll have chatty conversation. You'll have a bit of a laugh. Think about it like that when you're putting your marketing communications together. Talk to your customer in their language. And again, they'll love you for that simplicity and they'll love you for that engagement. And thirdly, don't use management speak mumbo jumbo and jargon. Don't focus on the crocodiles nearest the boat. Don't run anything up flagpoles. Don't have idea showers. Don't go up strategic staircases. Don't take things offline. All those ridiculous phrases that are used in big corporates, in big meetings. Avoid it. So those are the three rules. But focus on rule number one. Assume the client knows nothing. Think of the Balearic Island factor. There are people out there who don't know that the Balearic Islands are part of Spain. Assume your customer knows nothing and your marketing communications will become simple, devoid of BS, devoid of complexity. Well, that's all we've got time for this week on the Marketing and Finance Podcast. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed these tips for keeping your marketing simple. If you need help with your marketing, do please get in touch. I'll be back next week with another interview show. In the meantime, keep marketing your business to keep growing your business. Thanks for listening to the Marketing and Finance Podcast. 
do please look at the show notes at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MAF for links to the apps and topics and books we discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes. Simply visit rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash iTunes and leave a review. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.